We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. I had to believe. Now, I could have said, well, no, I can't believe. I tried it, and I prayed and prayed, and nothing happened. But, man, I worked at it. I mean, I stayed with it day and night, day and night. I'd quote Scripture over and over and over again because I knew I wasn't seeing something, but I knew it was in this book. And I wouldn't read anything but the Bible. You know, there's a lot of people seeking healing. If they just quit watching television and reading newspaper, wouldn't read anything but the Bible, they'd get healed. I did. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 3. You know, those folks that Jesus took the whip and most money chain run out of the temple, and they didn't say they all got glad. <laughs> does it? I said, does it? You'll find again and again, they got, they got angry at him, didn't they? So this fellow wouldn't come. His wife came, though. Thank God some fellow never wouldn't make it if he didn't have a wife. And one that had some sense, because they don't have any. And if she didn't have any, they'd both be in a mess. <laughs> All you women ought to say amen anyway. Well, you men cheer up. I'm going to get on your side in a minute. I'll help you out here. It works the other way, too. <laughs> so his wife came right on. He didn't come for a couple of nights. The pastor, I overheard him. She, she didn't say me, but I heard the pastor say, well, what, what's wrong with Brother So-and-so? See, he didn't hear what went on down here at the end of the altar while I was talking to that fellow. Well, I said, he's mad at Brother Hagin. Said he's not coming back to hear him anymore. She said, I told him he's a fool, but he won't listen. If he don't want to come, just let him stay home, the pastor said. <laughs> Next night, he's there. And you know what? Went away talking in tongues. Come up and apologize. I said, Brother Hagin, I've repented and God's forgiven me. And I got mad at you. I had to repent for getting mad at you. And then after I repented, you know, God got talking to me. He said, now, if you'd just shut your mouth and start listening, that man can help you. Because he's my servant. I've sent him here to help you. Now, he said, I'm ready to receive I see I've been seeking 19 years. I ought to have enough sense. No, that didn't work. If fellas been on one road, we's down in East Texas, and like he said, he's only 35 miles from Tyler. If I'd been on the road to get to Tyler for 19 years and had him ride, I ought to know I'm on the wrong road. <laughs> you know, just 35 miles away, finally don't know him, see. And I've been on this road for 19 years and haven't arrived. I ought to have enough sense to know it's the wrong road. I'm on a detour here. Now, all I want you to do, just tell me how to receive. I told him, and he just, I mean, it wasn't five minutes, don't guess, till he's, he's talking in tongues. Glory to God. He's ready to receive. So it did help him, didn't it? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you still out there? Now, the same thing's true concerning healing. Sometimes, did you know that? I, I, I don't like to say it to you, but it's absolutely so. Sometimes you have to make people mad before you can get them healed. Because they, they do the same thing. They get in a rut. I just use that in the illustration. They get in a rut, you know, and they, they, they ought to know if it hadn't worked. I've been on this road for years. Been doing the same thing for years and hadn't worked yet. So they must know something's wrong somewhere. I mean, you wouldn't be, have to be too intelligent. Like one person said to me, I've been believing God for my healing for 19 years. Well, I said, you got it yet? No, but I'm going to keep on till I do get it. I said, well, if I was you, I'd just forget it. You're on the wrong road after 19 years and haven't received. No, you see, it's a gift. 
how long do you have to wait to receive a gift? What if it was this, this brother here and one of our ushers, his birthday today. And all the other ushers, you know, knew that. You didn't, of course, but all of them did. So, so the meeting's over now, and they've made up, you know, and bought him a little gift, and we got a little birthday cake. We do that sometime in the, in, the, in the teachers' and workers' lounge in there where they eat lunch. And, and so we're going to present him with this gift. And so we said, well, now here's a gift, you know, from the ushers and the workers here. We made this up for you here. And he just falls down the middle of the floor and starts bawling and crying. Praying said, oh, I won't. That's so bad. Please give it to me. Oh, I've been praying for years for something just like that. Please. Oh, please. Well, we'd all look at one and say, what in the world happened to him? He flipped something. I mean, he got a loose screw up there somewhere. I mean, there it is. We're trying to hand it to him. And he's down on the floor hollering and crying and praying. Amen. Well, no, he doesn't have to do that. All he does is just reach his hand out and say, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know what? Tell you the truth about the matter, that's really all you have to do. The baptism of the Holy Ghost, divine healing, it's yours, it's a gift. Reach your hand out. Well, you can't reach this physical hand out because you see it's spiritual. It's manifested in the physical, but it's spiritual. That's the reason we call it divine healing. That means healed by the power of God. But you see, your spirit does have a hand. That man on the inside has a hand just like this outward man has a hand. It's called faith. See, you reach out from the inside of you and say, I receive. I receive. Glory to God, I receive. Thank you. Glory, thank you. I receive, thank you. Glory to God. Oh, it's so simple and we've stumbled over the simplicity of it. Now, you see, the Lord Jesus wants to help folks. So he'll meet people on a lower level. Get right down there where they are. Because everybody, now I did, I had to. You know, when you have to do something, it's amazing what all you can do when you have to. But if you're not really forced into it, you, you, you don't a lot of times. I was reading in the paper where a fella was working on his car and he had it up on jacks. I don't know what he's doing, whether he's putting in bearings or what he's doing or brakes or what, but the thing fell off these jacks and fell on him. So he started to holler. His little old wife didn't weigh but a little over 100 pounds, run out there and lift that car up off of him. And he just rolled out from under the thing and he wasn't seriously injured. And, and, and afterwards, well, uh, uh, you know, because I had a picture of it right in the paper, you know, and, and, and the reporters had it. She tried. She couldn't even lift one side of it. <laughs> well, when she was forced into it, she found out she could do some things she couldn't, didn't know she could do. You know, I think spiritually we're a whole lot the same way. We just think we can't do things. But, but when the emergency arises and it's that or else, sometimes we can. Now, in my case, it's either I do my own believing or else go ahead and die. That's all there is to it. I didn't have anybody to help me. I was bedfast, you see, just a teenager. And I didn't know anybody that believed in divine healing, personally. I didn't know anybody, you know, laid hands on the sick. And so I just had to believe. And, of course, it takes more faith to do that. I had to believe. Now, I could have said, well, no, I can't believe. I tried it, and I prayed and prayed. Nothing happened. But, man, I worked at it. I mean, I stayed with it day and night, day and night. I'd quote Scripture over and over and over again because I knew I wasn't seeing something, but I knew it was in this book. 
and I wouldn't read anything but the Bible. You know, there's a lot of people seeking healing. If they just quit watching television and reading newspaper, wouldn't read anything but the Bible, they'd get healed. I did. During that time, during that time, of course, we didn't have television, but we didn't have radio. But during that time, I wouldn't, I just refused to read anything else. I don't get my mind cluttered up with anything else. Just stayed with the word entirely. Just stayed with it. Just stayed with it. And it healed me. He sent his word and healed them. But then, God in his great mercy, praise the Lord, that's the reason he sent Jesus down here, was that people could see him with their own physical eyes. They could touch him like this woman did. And so God today will do the same thing. He will anoint people with his power, trying to get people to believe. Because, see, he's a faith God, and he operates on the principle of faith. You see, the Bible said, without faith it is impossible, impossible, Hebrews 11, 6 said, but without faith it is impossible to please him. Impossible to. Well, notice now that God, Acts 10, 38 said, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God is with him. Now the scripture said here that when this woman touched him, that Jesus knew in himself that virtue, and like I said, that uh, I don't know why they translated virtue. It's not the same Greek word for virtue. It's the Greek word for power. Most other translations read that way. Power had gone out of him. Well, I mean, uh, if you didn't know the Greek, you'd know that because, like I said, Acts 10.38 said how God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and power. Went about doing good and healing. So it was healing power. Power went out of him. Now, uh, this is not the only way Jesus ministered, but it's one way because sometimes he didn't, he didn't touch them or they didn't touch him. There's no transfer of power at all. With that man there, you know, at the pool of Bethesda, he didn't touch him. He didn't, the man didn't touch him. He just spoke to him. Said, rise, take up your bed and walk. Didn't he? See, this isn't the only way that Jesus ministered healing, but it's one way. And so we learn something then about the healing power of God by examining the scriptures. Notice this, that uh, Jesus was anointed with this power. It came from God. Notice this, that that power is transmittable or transferable. By the touch, woman said, if I may but touch his clothes, or also a cloth or a handkerchief. The Bible said God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul so that from his body there were taken handkerchiefs or claws under the sick and the diseases departed from them. The evil spirits went out of them. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three-CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Love, Faith's Firm Foundation. 
Also in this package is the book from Lynette Hagen, entitled Talk to Me, Connecting with the Heart of God. Also in the offer is Craig Hagen's CD entitled Just Believe. And finally, Denise Hagen Burns' CD entitled Holy Spirit, The Ultimate Best Friend. You can get all this for the price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Winter Bible Seminar and Homecoming. That's February the 19th through the 24th. Sunday night through Friday night. Oh, yes. It's an awesome time. And we've got 8.30 sessions, 9.30 sessions, 10.30 sessions, and the evening session at 7 p.m. Yes. Hey, you want to be here and and be a part of it, you can go to rhema.org right now slash WBS, and you can... Register right online, right there. Yes. Get all the information that you need. And you know, the Holy Spirit just shows up in an unusual way oh, yeah. during it's, it's the seminar. And it's a great time of fellowship, That's especially right. for the Rhema grads. Mm-hmm. And actually, you that are maybe haven't been Rhema grads, but you support the ministry yes. and you follow this ministry, you're as much a part of it as any of the rest of us. So come on down here and uh, and enjoy the week with us. That's Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 3. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.